Welcome back to Gasbagging. I'm Dan Morrison, and I am joined today by a very special guest for a very special episode where we're basically going to talk Summer House. So, yes. if you're not a Summer House fan, switch off now. But also, we'll talk about our dear Melbourne at the top. But um, please welcome back Hubhouse Head, um, Lover Boy Fanatic, as you'll soon uh, learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki, welcome back. Thank you so much, returning champion. Much appreciated. Uh, thank you for jumping on last minute to talk no, everything Summer House because uh, we've had some trash um, housewives on at the moment. We're in a lull, yeah. I must oh, say. Oh, oh, yes, a big lull. There is no bigger lull than pre-Beverly Hills in an Erica, Erica villain era and pre-Potomac and pre-Atlanta. Like, this is easily the most boring part of the lineup. I'm not a laughing at the moment and that kills me. Like... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't, I'm never saying I get the laughs from Beverly Hills. Like Beverly Hills is just so ridiculous to me that I do laugh, but God, you realize when you're watching New Mm. Jersey and I see no one's funny. Like (laughs) Potomac and Atlanta, I'm laughing out loud. People are making jokes. I'm I'm like, this is great. Yes. And I'm just like, where, where's the laughs? Where are the lols? There is narrow lol to be seen. There is no lols in OC at the moment. There is no lols in New Jersey. I'm truly sick of them, which is something I never thought I'd say about Teresa and Melissa. I felt like I could watch them argue until I died. And here I am saying, please release me from this hell. (laughs) Yes, please kill me. It's so sad. And I, I I think I've like I've known it before, like always like New Jersey to me is like a background show mm-hmm. on OC. Mm-hmm. I came to late in the game during the pandemic last year, but I had some I had some great times oh, going through there. Um, golden era for the first time. So that was um beautiful for me. Um but yeah, I'm really noticing um yeah. a lull in interest in Housewives at the moment for me, which I never thought I would hear myself say. No, I, um, I definitely agree. I, I can't wait for the, the better seasons of Housewives to come back. Um Blow Deck is filling that hole a little bit for me. Yeah. I also can't wait for, I've been seeing the previews for um, Celebrity Apprentice coming that's starring Dear Gamble and um, that's giving me <gasps> oh. hope for Australian reality TV so that I will Gandhi. I will be covering that once it begins. Oh, I would not expect anything less. <laughs> Talking about our um, Dear Melbourne Girls, mm. <laughs> uh, Janet Roach made an appearance on the morning show this morning and I... Was going to, I actually had said to, because someone had, a friend had sent going, oh, look, she's doing Raw Essentials mm. on um, on the morning <laughs> show. I was morning like, show. I must, I was like, I must tune in. I was going to live stream it at work. And then I just like caught up, got caught up and stuff. Are <laughs> you going to live had, stream it to it at work? <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to live stream like seven plus and watch like the morning show and just like watch Janet's oh segment at 10, 10 a.m. when it was on. But then um, a dear follower um, sent me the clip of her Amazing. and Gasbagging got a mention which was just yeah. like not mentioned but just featured no, I guess. No, a like, mention. Wild. The name was there, the meme was there, the account Here name was there. You're a star. I can't wait for the influx of new followers that tell you that joking about doing bags isn't fun. Um, and it's inappropriate for Instagram. Oh, I can't wait. Well, I'm, I've got a Friday meme tomorrow that's based on more essentials that will be <laughs> bag related. So that's, I'm um, coming back hard as Janet. So I really hope you've drafted your response to the first time a, a middle-aged woman messaged you saying, what is a bussy? Could you please explain this to me? Oh, I haven't, I haven't used, um, bussy on the, um, oh, on the page yet. Um, cause that, um, makes me feel ill. <laughs> I listening to our, um, our, our shared favourite podcast, Sexy Unique Podcast, and they um, started an episode off saying bussy quite oh, a bit. Oh, God. Um, 
even for me, someone who I would say is um, disgusting, disgusting, and um, what, what would you? Call, I was gonna say like sexually free. That's not the word. Like um, sex positive, not empowered either. But yeah, just like yeah, I would talk about anything for some reason. Still, the word bussy makes me um, I don't know, shiver a little bit. And I don't know why. So um, yeah, I try to support everyone, but there's um, there's a line I hate for to everyone. Say it, but uh, ooh, the LGBT, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, um, yeah, that's hard to stomach that one. Um, but or like what Janet also got. Oh, actually, first of all, she said she doesn't see the memes because she's too busy working. So I'm so happy that she's so dedicated to Raw Essentials that she has no time for memes, which makes me think of the time she shared a screenshot of something I tweeted at least three times on her story, and it was I... just a it it was just a my tweet, but the video wasn't playing because she screenshotted a video, so it was just like three times she posted. The video, which I love. I love that she, like, doesn't see memes, but will do a screenshot of a video and post that three times in a row, hoping it would work, which I I love for her. I love that she's disengaged but engaged somehow at the same time. That's, like, absolutely stunning to see from her. That's exactly what I imagine from Janet. Like, that's what I would expect from her. You know, she doesn't know how to repost the photo. She doesn't know how to, like, save the video and repost it to her story. She doesn't know how to reshare. She just takes a screenshot and she thinks that that works and she reposts Mm. it. My question is, if she doesn't see it, who's the intern doing her socials? Do you think she's got someone doing it? Well, that's what I was going to say. I hope that she actually has an inept gay intern that (laughs) also doesn't know how to share anything. So, he's the one that's like... He's, like, screenshotting a video going, oh, this will work. So, I like that he is – I hope her I hope her gay intern is actually an 80-year-old gay man, like, living his life in Melbourne. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's I hope it's not even anyone young. I hope it's someone who's just, like, still like still clubbing and stuff yes. and still within the scene but just doesn't know technology. Like, that's my dream for her is having a gay intern. Absolutely. It's either that or it's Gina's old intern. Oh, my God. I have now – because you've said – You've said it, I've blanked it. It was um, Josh. Josh, yes, it was Josh. It's either an 80-year-old man or it's Josh. Either way, completely technologically inept. Good on him. Absolutely support. Um, The one thing that Janet did really contribute from this morning show thing that was much more important, I think, than the meme, she put the um, Real Housewives of Gold Coast rumour to bed. Mm -hmm. She said... And I don't know where she got this information from. I don't know if someone's fed it into her ear, but she said, oh, I was excited about um, Real Housewives of Gold Coast because, you know, they'd be great. She said there's great boats up there. That's what she's, That's what she said about the Gold Coast because she's a Gold Coast native there. with her. Yeah, which was I, – I loved that, like, little uh, piece of info, you know, Good insight work. from her being a yep. Gold Coast gal with, her, uh, with Sam up there. Um, but she said – Oh, and that would have been great because we could have, like, filmed with them because for some reason she thinks they do, like, crossover episodes now, which yeah, they never did with Sydney, no, but, like, she thinks imagine? that's going to happen. <laughs> but she said, oh, but in the end it was just a typo. But, and I was like, okay. Uh, it, wasn't, it, wasn't one, it wasn't one letter. It was the whole, whole location, city? but it was, just, it was just a typo. Yeah, so, okay. Thank you, Janet, for keeping us informed. Good work, Janet. Thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate your contribution to the culture. Thank you. I was so close tonight because um, I've made myself like a vodka soda. I still have her um, Raw Essentials um, collagen tea. And I was thinking, I was like, do I dare infuse my vodka with it? And no. I, I didn't. Thank God. <laughs> but I was like, I wasn't like, how do I do this? Because I feel like I would have made a drink and then thought it was absolutely foul. So I didn't do it. But I might try it later. And um, I don't know if that would be good. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to no. yourself. No, I don't think it's worth it. No. I will look, I was inspired by her um, appearance today, um, promoting the tea. So I should have, I just felt like I need to do something, but obviously not. So I have, uh, so one more thing on our dear Real Housewives of Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, Lydia Scavello, have you been staying up to date at the moment with uh, recent developments from 
her camp, I guess. No, I haven't. I do trust you as the number one source of Lydia Scavello updates, so oh, please enlighten me. This basically, she's she's like front of the pack. Like, you know, every time you refresh she's and the, the people that you engage with most, like they just move to the front, that's Lydia <laughs> every time for me because Instagram, the algorithm knows what I want. Um, she, I feel like she needs a season six because at the moment she is selling shoes on her Instagram story. So she is doing videos of different pairs of shoes. Some of them she's saying featured in Real Housewives of Melbourne or worn once or whatever. And then putting like a price next to them and then saying, DM me to buy. So she's just like asking random punters who follow her Instagram to buy her shoes from her, some Mm. worn, but then saying DM her as well. So she's just like welcoming anyone in there just to buy shoes off her. So So she's reselling, but not through like a Depop or eBay or Etsy situation. No. It's just through her Instagram. Is it like photos of the shoes on her feet or just pictures of the shoes like from the website say no 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 so she's doing like a live video of them on like a shelf so she's putting like different pairs of shoes on a shelf doing like a little back and forth with the camera and then a price next to them and saying dm me so um yeah i don't know what's happening in the scavello household i hope (laughs) it doesn't come to that I hope Lydia's Kitchen is doing well, but I'm also a fears with seeing this content going up on the stories. Yeah, I wonder if she needs the cash. I hope not. I hope she's doing okay and the plane is still in possession. I also just Mm. wonder if she's, like, dealing with, like, a a foot photo situation. Like, is that what's happening behind the scenes? Because I do know that that's something that people do on Facebook is they will Mm. sell the shoes on Facebook, but they'll wear them in the images or like wear socks in them in the images and be like, DM me for prices. So it could be, it could be any of them knowing Lydia, it could be literally any of those options, but I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay too. But I think with what you just said, I think she could do really well doing like a, um, like foot only fans kind of thing. Like I feel like she would have a market there that would pay top dollar for a Lydia. Um, foot photo, which would I think would do a lot better than the actual the Vanderpump Rules cast <laughs> trying to do their like uh, <laughs> their foot photos last year. Nose? Oh who can say it was oh, a mistake, God. I'll say that much. So. No, I don't want to see Raquel's feet. Thank you. I would like I you know, I'd probably pay for Lydia's feet to be honest. Not as a foot fetish thing, just out of pure curiosity. Absolutely. Um also one more thing because you just like reminded me. Um I don't know how we went from feet <laughs> to divorce. But um Ashley Darby and Michael Darby finally separating. I'm I'm so happy and I'm so excited for the next season of Potomac. I am so excited. I was giddy when I saw that news yesterday morning. <laughs> I woke up at six o'clock, as I so often do. The first thing I check is, you know, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera, because I'm a sick freak. And the first mm. thing I saw was allegedly Ashley has filed for separation. And I'm pretty sure I sent it to you and a few other people straight away. Mm. I'm really sorry if I wake up every morning with those um, news stories. At first, I didn't quite believe it. It's now been confirmed. And just, like, con- congrats. Honestly, congratulations to her. Because five years ago, she signed the prenup extension on camera. Yes, and she she has planned this out perfectly. She has done oh. the long game. And a long game for a storyline for Brava. Yep. So, Brava should be upping that paycheck because she has yeah. delivered Absolutely. on exactly what she promised back five years ago when she was doing this on camera. Yeah. I had such a good morning. That was like it. I, not I won't say at the same level, but similar levels to um, Luann getting arrested on like Christmas oh. Day for me. I don't, so I don't that know to me was oh. like 
my biggest Bravo news moment waking up to because, like, I think that with the time difference, it was Christmas Eve in the US, but it was Christmas Day for us. So that was like oh a God, Christmas miracle for me. And I was like, this is the best <laughs> thing that could ever been gifted to me. Fuck the presents everyone's bought for me. This is it. This is nothing exactly. can top this. Exactly. I think I, I think I read somewhere that with the five year extension, she gets something like 10 million plus spousal support plus child support. And some god on TikTok, I can't remember the TikTok account's name, reposted that clip of her, like, renegotiating the prenup extension. And she says mm. on camera, you know, the, the amount significantly increases if we get to five years. I basically get half of everything. So, that's, that's just, like, that's 4D chess. That's five steps ahead. Like, she's doing all of the work for all of the payoffs. She deserves everything. I hope she gets the biggest house in Potomac, in Potomac as well, not, you know, yeah, in not the, the Grand Dames. Yeah, not the Grand Dames. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that the cameras have been up for like two or three weeks now. So this will be in the first few episodes. So it's just like perfect time. Put her in the center. Give her the center flower. What do they hold flowers? Um, they hold champagne. Champagne. Which I think is, which I also think is like, should be just a standard for any city that doesn't have anything recognizable. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they should all be holding champagne, Mm. but. You know, good for them. There is a there is a flower on the um on the, on the actual title yeah, card okay, kind of thing, thing. But yeah, they're not holding a flower. I would like that if they're just holding a bouquet <laughs> kind of thing, that'd be great. <laughs> like a pageant, like Ashley's them. pageant does. Oh, pageant girls. Candace was as well, wasn't she? Yeah, so. they used to compete against each other. Yeah. Oh god, I can't wait love to see love. that play. I'm I'm truly giddy with it because I cannot wait. It's gonna be the best season yet. Oh, the way I propped up my pillow in bed, sat <laughs> sat back and read. <laughs> Every single second account I follow, like, talking about the divorce, I was like, oh, lovely. <laughs> what a way to start the day. Oh, what a Amazing. Joy. All right. Um, we're going to take a break and come back with a very special review of a Summer House product and also Chat Summer House. So stick around. <laughs> and we're back with Summer House and a review I've been waiting for for mm. weeks now because I knew this was on the way. Um, Nikki, you've been blessed with um, the, I, I guess, the most famous summer house product um, yeah. on the map. Loverboy, can you please, can you talk us through this? Absolutely. So, uh, my dear friend Anna Mack has gifted me with a six pack of the Loverboy uh, lemon iced tea. So, it's the sparkling hard tea, lemon iced tea flavour, kissed with ginger. So, important to note, these are at about 4.2% alcohol. It's a good size can. It's a 340ml, so it's a medium Red Bull size can. Uh, 90 calories, so very low cal payoff. I have drunk mm-hmm. one can of this. I had it the other day. It tastes kind of like a lemon and ginger kombucha, but a little bit boozy. Yep. Now, the sweetener that they use is monk fruit. What? the fuck is mug fruit? I have no idea. I have no clue what okay. mug fruit is. But it's basically okay. like instead of a stevia or like a no sugar Red Bull Diet Coke aspartame situation, it's mm. they use monk fruit instead, which is supposed to be like no calories. But there's, there's literally nothing in it. It's like two grams of carbohydrates, zero gram added sugars. Like it's absolutely nothing. I completely see why these people get fucking hammered off it because it tastes like water. Amazing. I'm going to crack it open now. I'm going to do yeah, some please, ASMR. Yeah, oh, I need a li- live. I, don't, I know you've done it before, but um, a live taste testing, please. I've also got a wine glass sound. here. I used to work in wine, so this is, this is what I used oh, to do. Oh, wow. Do a full tasting here for you. So, oh, lovely. So, it's like, it, it looks kind of like beery in colour, I guess, but it literally, it tastes like, if anyone's had LaCroix 
sort of that, you know, it's been sneezed with lemon situation. Like, it doesn't really taste mm-hmm. like much. It's really easy to drink. Like the uh, like the orange flavour that um, Blake Lively gives to her um, famous um, <laughs> gin martini in A Simple Favour. <laughs> Blake Lively's best work. Um, orange zest. Oh, that's the best first half of a film I've ever seen. Like, honestly. <laughs> um, the only other thing about this is the alcohol. It's like... It's not vodka, it's not gin, it's not tequila. I think it's like a malt liquor of some kind. Oh, does it, does it say on the can, like, what no, it just alcohol says it is? Alcohol. No. You can't do that. Is that what you're allowed to do that in America? Apparently. It could be like some kind of drug. Okay, amazing. <laughs> it's literally organic brewed tea, alcohol, natural flavours, lemon juice concentrate, monk fu- fruit juice concentrate, citric acid. That's it. Wow. So I, I didn't know we could label things alcohol now. Yeah, that's great. Apparently it's just, just nondescript. Yeah. That's what that's when I like when I make people like you know when you're at the end of a house party and there's just like bottles and stuff laying everywhere and you make someone like a cocktail like out of whatever's left around and you hand it to someone, like what's in this? You just get alcohol. That's what it tastes like. It also mm. the ginger in it is a good kick. Sorry, I've just fully swallowed on mic. Um Please. The ginger <laughs> You're all welcome. The ginger kind of tastes like um, those Lickpia or James Squire ginger beers. Like, it's got a good ginger kick to it. It kind Great. of tastes like ginger. that. But it's, yeah, mm. I can see how they pound, you know, 15 of them and then scream at each other and, you know, have an argument, throw someone in the pool, someone storms out. Like, it's it would be very easy to do that after 10 of these. I love that. I feel like you need to go on a complete bender on, like, Loverboy and just, like, um, that, that can be your review as well. Like, what, what's a what's a bender on Loverboy like? So, and give it out of five stars. It wouldn't be hard. I feel like it would do very well in Sydney. I think it would be a good idea. It would be a pertinent idea for them to send it Australia's way. Oh, it, honest to God, if um, dear Kyle needs to get out of his $4 million worth of debt, please just start, start exporting it to Australia because the amount of shit we – like, the amount of alcoholics we have here and the amount of oh, shit yeah. we'll buy, especially if it's, like, like low calories, like Ooh, the yeah. amount of gays in Sydney that'll be like, oh, could you imagine? Like also, also the name, like Lover Boy, the oh. amount of f slurs walking down like Oxford <laughs> Street <laughs> that would go. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it PG, like I say it all the time, but my friends are like, oh, that's too harsh. I'm like, oh, look, just reclaiming the word, please. please. Um, but like, it's just like, but the amount of people that would buy just like seeing mm. Lover Boy would just go, oh yeah, great, love that. Could like, you that's imagine a vibe. like people- King's Cross? With like three or four venues supplied by Loverboy, like it would be absolute mayhem. Oh, the the parties you could do, mm. like just based around Summer House and Loverboy, like just yeah. as a vibe, you know, ha- like the the gays that would go off for like a Hampton style launch party Ooh, for yeah. like Loverboy, the content people would do there, everyone in white, the whole thing, like it would just. It sells itself. It does. It really does. It's it's made for a Sydney market. I think they should bring it in. As you said, it would get Kyle out of his $4 million of debt. They might not oh. need that prenup anymore that they so desperately need. And no, exactly. it would, yeah, I think it would be a great idea. It would be the best Bravo drink decision that's been made since um, Skinny Girl came out and unfortunately got taken away from us. Very sad. Um, product placement on Lux Listing Sydney, because I feel like those guys oh would maybe God, sink a few as well. Oh, my God, they love it. They would. Those apes at um, TRG would absolutely <laughs> indulge in a lover boy for sure. <laughs> They've been known to enjoy oh, a lover boy. I bet. I bet. After a few bags, for sure. Um, let's, let's dive into Summer House this way. I... Still just, like, Lindsay to me is, like, if her conversation's still at the winery where she's still, like, doubling down. Like, I just, I I love her so much. (laughs) She's just the best chaos agent 
that any show has given us since Kristen Doty, like season two, season three. She's out of control 24-7. She's always mm. blackout drunk. And just the constant wailing of, I'm having the best summer of my life. Like, it's very, mm. it's my fucking birthday. And it's just, if she keeps saying it, it will become real. Absolutely. And also them, the, the editors, like, flashing to her doing her, like, leg move on both, like, Ahmed and um, Austin. <laughs> like, her just, like, basically launching herself onto a man, one arm around their neck and just both legs up. Like, they're just, like, oh, putting amazing. that together. I'm just, like, you're showing her, like, summer move. And the thing that absolutely destroyed me, and I know I'm, like, jumping ahead later, but when they were, like, discussing again, like, Lindsay's summer and Danielle said so earnestly she just said it's called a hot hub summer <laughs> and I was just like it it I said like you should all know what's going on here and it was just like it, that just like it sums up like this season I think it really for, does like Lindsay where she's just like having as she said the best summer of her life of and her she's life. just like losing her mind and we're here to support her and we're uh, in me in this situation I'm Danielle like it's a hot hub summer and we're here for it yeah let her live her life every time Amanda's standing there you know saying to her is this really the best summer of your life are you really happy because you're like upset and crying all the time and I said no no Amanda you're projecting you're the one that's upset and crying all the time because you're miserable in this horrible relationship let Lindsay have her hot hub summer like let it happen it, she's fine she'll be okay she she's literally having the best time and again i must say the whole um what we had to come back to which was andrea still talking about oh he God. how he's suffering through his emotions and stuff once again i was like i'm not doing this. i'm not doing I'm not. this with you like there's not there's no sympathy here Mm-mm. again i forgot alex was in this episode <laughs> that was he somehow just like disappeared immediately like somehow he even like evaporated from that halfway through the episode like i was like yeah i was (laughs) like where where did you go like you're (laughs) gone again i don't even know how they're gonna sum him up in this like finale like what kind of summer he had like did he find himself did he find a new type of ground turkey that is like you know fulfilled him like how are they gonna wrap up his story for this season like i don't know i don't know i again agreed i'm so tired of this like fake lexi storyline i i don't think she's a real person I really don't. I truly think that's a photo that he's taken with a fan and he's, like, playing up this sob story (laughs) and being like, I was in love with her. No, you weren't. Shut up. Get over yourself. Um, And, yeah, Alex, he he needs to shut up, for one, when he was saying at the very end, uh, when Kyle and Amanda were screaming at each other and I think someone said something along the lines of, you know, let Luke speak or something like that. It might have even been Alex. And then Paige turned around. No, do you know what it was? I'm so sorry, readers. It was <laughs> no, please. when Kyle said he's been working until two in the morning and like stormed off. And then Alex said, do you think it's because he's really stressed because he's been working until two in the morning every night? I was like, shut up, Alex. Leave it alone. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that would also like, I think Paige in that very moment as well, she was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Everyone's working. <laughs> like she just, that was like immediate response. And they all are like, I, I know like Kyle has very different business to them, but like everyone's doing shit. Everyone like is. shut up. Like it's not an excuse for any, yeah. like, yeah, Yes, everything else he like the big list he did at the end was probably more than that but the whole like him working till 2am like no one cares no one cares and that's just like east coast american corporate culture like that's just what it is they all work until two in mm. the morning they don't have hard stops they don't stop working at six even when they do mm. summer fridays they're still working all weekend like they just don't stop and that's like 
you know, if that makes you sleep at night and like helps you feel good about yourself, whatever, but I truly don't care. And no one else should truly care either because they're all doing the same shit. He's no better than anyone else. He just thinks he's the boss of everyone. Exactly. And he wants the attention that a boss Mm. should get in this situation and no one cares, especially not Paige. No. Um, The thing after, when they got home from the winery, I basically passed when Lindsay was calling um, to try and like line up their... (laughs) line up their plans and he was kind of going what are you guys up to what are you and then he's kind of like non-committal to like inviting her exactly where they were was betrayal essentially which was just and it's just it's such it's the most perfect example of like a drunk conversation someone can have where one person wants one thing from the other person the other person is like trying to i don't know i guess get something out of the other and then both not meeting and it just turns into a fight essentially so Lindsay wanted ahmed to go we're going to this venue i want you to come join me because i want to see you tonight that's all that's all All she she wanted from him but he but all he kept doing was going what are you up to what are you up to because i think he was kind of in that 50 50 thing where if you tell me there's like a good night or opportunity where you guys are going or if you want me to just come see you now i'll probably i probably would yeah exactly or i'm having fun at the moment i'm just gonna stay out yeah that kind of thing so he was in two minds where she was like i have one mind you need to invite me where you are immediately otherwise this is done and she chose that path and she chose violence exactly (laughs) and the way she's screaming at him like they've been dating for two years and she's just found out that he's like cheated on her or something and it just immediately Mm. goes from like, you said you were going to hang out with your boys today. Dull. It's, it's still today. Mm. If this is how it's going to be, no problem. You don't give a fuck about seeing me. Your plan is to not see me because you're too busy. I'm too old for this bullshit. Don't fuck with me. And I just, like, the way that she got there, zero to a thousand. Like, there is no mm. second gear. It is first or fifth. It is balls to the wall. And I just love her for that. She is uh, true to her character. Yes. I will say that. <laughs> As Lindsay as a person. Um, the I'll, I'll just this is I don't even need to speak about this. I'll just say a very cute moment. Um, Carl and Lindsay in the breakfast nook together. Anytime I see them, just like in the same scene together, yep. just the two of them, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for you to be in love. Like I just like I just think that <laughs> every time I see so, that, I'm like, have they fucked yet? Do you reckon they've fucked yeah. yet? Every time I see them, I look at my boyfriend mm. and I go, do you think they've fucked yet? And he's like, yes, of course they've fucked yet. I'm like, what are you talking about? That is the, like, they're exchanging looks like people who snuck around the night before and managed to get the camera crew to cut it out. Oh, and and later on where they're doing the whole, like, I'm clapping the table and, like, doing the high five. Beautiful. Amazing. Love, Love that it. for them. Yeah. Um, the Access Hollywood for Paige. Mm. I, was, I was secretly hoping and, like, fingers crossed, I was hoping for, like, the Hills moment where, you know, like Whitney was like the model and like falls Do down I? the stairs. Like Do I, I? <laughs> but I was like wanting something. Cause like Sierra was with her. I'm like, I want something to go horribly wrong during this. Just to feel like, just bring me that like passion I had back in like the Hills era going, Oh my God, like this is going to go wrong during yep. this. Like it just like, and also as well, just like even um back like the city, like going back to Olivia Palermo, buying like the accessories oh for like God. the, they were doing that like bit on like same kind of thing, like morning show, or whatever. And Olivia Palermo like was not getting, like was buying too expensive things that were meant to be like accessible for people watching. So I'm, I, think there should have been like a hundred seasons of the city. Like I I don't know. Like, I don't know how that was just two seasons. Like that to me was like, I was like, this is perfect. I, I had to say I was enjoying it more than the Hills. Like when it started, I was just like, this should be everything. Like I I love myself a New York show. So that was just like, I wish that just went on for a million years. So Olivia Palermo for life. 
Grony no, reboot, please. No, for her. sure. Bring it on. Um, no, I agree. When I was watching it, I had the exact same flashback to the hills of Whitney falling down the stairs in front of Andre and like the the true genuine pearl clutch moment that I had to that as like a 16 year old that I still have every time I watch that scene, which is, mm. let's face it, on at least a yearly basis when I go back to the hills. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see from Ciara. Instead, I got like HSN modeling like Rinna's scene mm. screaming crying throwing up because yeah. there is Ciara like perfectly posing like she's in a pageant back and forth like mm. she's Barbie incredible she looked great but like the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my life and it's pre-recorded so she was never gonna stuff it up I don't know why they tried to put these huge stakes in it like make it live make it more interesting I know. oh god yeah I wanted some stakes there also as well do you think um Hannah Burner is rolling in her grave yes. that um, Paige is talking about, like, tennis chic on yes. something. Like, do yes. you think that's just really – that's, like, an absolute stab to the heart. She's not on this season and Paige is talking about tennis chic. Oh. Was it, I think it was last season when they were in lockdown in the house and they were doing all those tennis chic photos on the tennis court and Paige was mm. getting Hannah to, like, take her photos for her, like, throwing tennis balls at her while she stood there posing with the racket. Amazing. I Yes, I do think Hannah Burner is tossing in her grave. She also, I've blocked her on TikTok because she does my head in. And yet... Oh, I didn't even know she had one. So, yeah, I'm not don't. even seeing that it's, content. It's not worth it. I kept getting people who have, like, stitched and duetted her on my TikTok for you page. I'm like, I oh, have don't. blocked her. Like, get her out. I don't want to see her content ever at all. Mm. No, I... Yeah, she's um, a specific type of audience and it, mm. it, it's not me. I'll mm. tell you that much. Mm. Mm. Not me. Um, I love that page one prom queen at the school she didn't go to. Mm, yeah, that tracked for me. As soon as she said that, I said, yep. uh, yeah, no, I absolutely see yeah, that of course happening. You did. Yep, of course you did. Yeah. Um, I also loved the 12 photos of her at prom and all of her different prom outfits. Mm. Like that is just, it's very on brand for Paige and I love that for her. Um, let's get to the dinner at the restaurant that they've mm. been to a million times in the past, which I completely forgot about. I feel like it looked familiar when they got there, but I was like, oh, here we are. Um, the moment that destroyed me was when they were like grilling Lindsay about obviously her hot hub summer mm. and the line that she said I feel like I'm walking on coal and I love it <laughs> <laughs> life is a so sexual beautiful. thriller for Lindsay Hubbard like every day is a oh. sexual thriller and I love that for her it's so good she's just like she the thing I've my line delivery these seasons is like Lindsay and Paige like Paige does like comedic timing where Lindsay's mm. just like unhinged and gives me like amazing line readings and yep. it was just like beautiful to see them both I, th- I think in fine form both of them at this dinner Ooh, yeah. I was just like I couldn't love both of you more yes I also loved Paige's immediate jump to Lindsay's side where suddenly she's saying oh there is a double standard you can do whatever you want where like literally three hours before in the car she was cracking jokes mm. about Lindsay and Ahmed saying you know she wasn't shocked that they were on a break amazing uh Kyle I know we'll get to him being an absolute pig <laughs> asshole at the end but him bringing up Lindsay's miscarriage oh at the table God. I was like you low dirt piece of shit. Like at least my, I was like, you don't, you're not doing this here. Like yeah. it was just what? Like, cause the thing, the weird thing is like from what we've seen from the season, she had that conversation with Carl. So obviously this has yeah. happened outside of like the scenes that we've seen or they've had other conversations or whatever. But yeah. the fact he would just throw that out the table, like I guess everyone knew cause no one went, Oh, like what happened or whatever. But like, I can't believe that was just kind of, I don't know, just, like, the way he kind of threw... Yeah, threw that out as if, like, it was, like, a random comment to be like, oh, yeah, this happened. Like, fuck off. 
Yeah, I think it tells you everything you need to know about Mr. Kyle Cook. Mm. He sees himself as the cornerstone of this show and as, like, the glue that holds them all together. And when he Mm. sees... You know, he's like the last two years has had a bit of a redemption arc, right? He was an asshole for the first mm. four seasons. Her, him and Amanda finally got engaged. Everyone was like, oh, maybe they will make it. Then, like, the last two years, he's kind of been on this, you know, campaign trail of like, I am not a bad guy. They've obviously agreed mm. to have the majority of their arguments off camera so they don't look so bad. So people leave them alone. And then, as soon as he sees that falling away, he throws a dart out to Lindsay and says, well, you had a miscarriage. You must be mentally unstable and you're not dealing with it as a means of controlling the situation again. And it makes me fucking sick. I hate him. I'm so annoyed at myself for falling for his act. I know. I Weirdly, at the beginning of this season, I was on his side because- yeah. Every time I heard Amanda going, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. And I was just like, I was like, shut up. Like you're, you're agitating, like you're agitating him. You're making him into the bad person he is. But now I'm just like, oh no, like I forget that you were a horrible person yeah. and you're really like putting that on display at the moment, which is wild. Having said that, um, Kyle, um, send me a case of Loverboy. Please. I love you. Yeah, um, I'm really enjoying the Loverboy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are, we are here to promote your brand. Um, the most amazing part of that dinner was when Luke started speaking about that girl and then <laughs> Lindsay and Paige immediately started having their side conversation. <laughs> Sierra started commenting on the food and then you had Amanda crying, Just dabbing so her big. eyes. So good. And then Kyle, like, not long after that, Kyle was slamming the napkin. It was just, like, just every, all the elements, like, working Incredible. together. It was so good. And, like, I think that was such a perfect, like... I don't know if you want to call it a metaphor, but like of Luke's season, where like no one's paid attention no one. to him this entire. Like as soon as he started speaking, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to do this now. And it was just like perfect because he's had zero presence this season, which is so good. But it's kind of like him to me at this point is like comic relief because yeah. like he seems like such a ridiculous person who doesn't exist in the real world. So like yes. seeing that kind of happen, I was like, you've played your part just by being here yes. in this moment just to like serve this, which is perfect. Yes. And him saying that he reads all of his DMs, that is either a grave mistake on his part mm. or an incredibly intelligent move because his DMs yep. would have already been insane. They're going to triple just mm. from that line alone. Um, mm. I re- sort of felt bad for Luke at that moment because he obviously wanted to talk about this girl, Nicole, who, again, I don't believe is real. I won't believe her until I see her. Um, no. But the editing of that scene... Give him the Emmy. Like, honestly, that mm. was incredible. That was some of their best work, I have to say. And no, oh. like, weird chirons with arrows and, like, a ding noise. You know, there was none of that. It was yep. just, like, let's let this play out. Let's just cut perfect. all the music and then mm. let the silence fill the gaps and then just layer it. It was perfect work. So good. Um, also, Paige did her best work during this. And I hate to take away if you've written <laughs> down any of these quotes, but I'm just going to list off a few which Please. happened in fairly quick succession. Please. Which was, as soon as Kyle slammed the napkin down, she goes, there's 12 people here. We're going to have side <laughs> conversations. That was perfect. Because, like, same thing. Anytime I'm at a dinner, it's a side conversation. Because if I can't hear everyone, I'm just going to talk to the person next to me. Absolutely. Um, not long after that, when Kyle was, like, having a go, she was like, yeah, raise your voice in public. Like, she was just like... <laughs> You dick. (laughs) And then soon after when I think everyone had like scattered from the table, Danielle was like, I need about 15 more espresso martinis to handle this. And Paige goes, another round until we pass out. And I was just like... "Um." (laughs) 
It's perfect, some of her best work. Perfect, perfect. It was, yeah, that yeah. was incredible. And just, you can see how fed up she is. It's very clearly towards the end of the season filming because her patience is completely gone. She's had to deal with this yep. man and listen to Amanda complain about him for like five years. She's sick of him mm. and I love it. That's fair. Yeah. And also as well, like you, I can't imagine being like, it almost feels like, you know, when like people are getting married and like sometimes there's like a lead up bit mm-hmm. where people like either stay with them beforehand. Imagine like staying with someone like a couple months before they're getting married and you're just seeing these people fight with each other, cry, hate it. And you're going exactly what Paige is saying. Like, why the fuck are you guys getting married at the end of this? Like, why would you be getting married to this person? It's wild. And I think she's obviously hit the end of it. And I know he did his, um, what was the three things? So, um, He's in a lawsuit. Yep. Um, he's got $4 million in debt. He's expanding into eight states. <laughs> and the florist is cancelled. So, like, it, it's it's a lot for him. <laughs> How do they have that many things left on their to-do list four weeks out from the wedding? I'm sorry. It is it is Schwartz and Katie all over again. He's going to bathe in a oh. river before the ceremony and not have a shower afterwards. Like, it is, it is destined for death, this wedding. I can't wait to watch it happen. Oh, it's so... And- Wait, so my I'm so confused. Like I, I felt like next week would technically be the finale because they said the prom thing's kind of like their final thing mm. together. But yeah. I assume we're going to get a semi extended season where it's going to be like prom is the end of summer house, and then we're going to get like the wedding as like extra content. I assume. I looked at this the other day, and it was yeah. So thirteen episodes of Ed, and I think there's two more to go. So I think next week will be the prom. And then it will be like the precursor into the wedding or like wrapping up the summer. And then I think mm. the wedding episode might be like an extended episode. I think they did that for Schwartz and Katie Love. and for Sheena as well, yeah. like the season finale. And that will be an okay. entire episode. Because that if that's four weeks away and next week's the last week, there's obviously a break in between. And then we get to see Kyle and Lindsay mm. together, which God, I am so waiting for. I can't believe suit. they've teased it out this long for us. How dare they? I know, it's rude. I can't wait to see Kyle in that suit. I can't wait to see... Craig at the wedding and Austin at the wedding. Like, it's just going to be an absolute shit show and I can't wait for it. Chaos. Oh, so good. And I hope there's enough going on that they're actually detracting from the wedding. Like, I hope there is oh, enough no, there that will it be. actually takes away. Yeah. There's two Southern Charm men there. Are you kidding me? It's going to come out that, yeah. like, Austin's, you know, got a girlfriend or something. Ciara's going to throw one. Like, there's going to be an absolute meltdown. It's going to be fantastic. And um, Alex will be edited out of the wedding again <laughs> so, they don't have to, so they don't have to pay him any extra money. They'll blur his face. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'll be the flower boy with a blurred face. So that would be. <laughs> can't wait for it. Oh, poor Alex. He's had he's had a rough don't, season. No, not he? poor Alex. Be interesting. I'll get off my screen. I don't want to see yeah, you. That, no, that is true. No, no. I mean, I mean, poor him not getting paid. That's all I meant. No, he's fine. <laughs> getting edited out episode. Oh yeah, he'll be right. His personal he's trainer. He's fun. At Absin Turkey, so he'll be <laughs> he'll be right. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on Summer House? Or I feel like we've. No, that's it. I just, if I was getting married four weeks before my wedding, I'd probably have a marriage license, but that's just me. There you go. Um, and for your wedding, make sure that you stock up on uh, Loverboy mm. as well. So that's um, free please. at the bar for everyone. Yeah, yeah please. All right. We're going to take a break and come back with some quick thoughts. And we're back with some quick thoughts. Uh, mm. Rural Housewives of New Jersey. Um, I think, I feel like it was possibly faces of bravo or um so good with ryan bailey one of them said why are real housewives trying to make me hate music yes and i then just stopped recording this the, the oc now it's, this enough it's too much it's too much um the only song i want to hear from new jersey is on display 
Um, that's... Oh, on repeat. But even there's the flashbacks to that. I was like, please, yeah, like, please. just make her like do the song again in front of all these women that who ha- you didn't hear it the first time, please. Absolutely. I think the only part of that that I enjoyed, the brief moment that I watched because I did skip the majority of the recording scene, mm. was Melissa just belting it like she was the lead and everyone else was her backup singers. I was yep. like, I'm happy with that. Amazing. I'm happy to listen to that. I don't want to hear um, the rest of the women just sort of stumbling through it. It's painful. No. Um, and it's not fun. Also, like I said to you earlier, the fact that they didn't even do like the auto-tune treatment on them and just like <laughs> let them sing it out and played it back to them. I was like, you bastards, but also warranted. They probably needed to hear it, to be honest. Um, I would have loved to have heard... Teresa sing that would have been like okay so the thing that I think especially they should have just cancelled that because yeah. it would have been so good to have Teresa sing because like would have been absolutely horrific oh, just yeah. that like croaky voice like she is must be smoking like like every time okay. they finish a scene like dragging like immediately Has as she did after the reunion with that Ooh, yeah. footage that like came out but exactly that and also just like the amount of content you could have had by having First, Teresa singing and then having Gia singing the sad song, like, next to each other, like, cutting back and forth. And then also just f- then flashing forward to Melania doing... I can't wait to grow up. to grow up. Like, just doing, like, in between that, like, there was so much fodder there. They should have cancelled the whole thing as soon as Teresa wasn't going. Absolutely. So, that was um, stupid on their part. Absolutely. I'm also sad that they won't name Bravo and Cocktails. Like, she just keeps saying that blogger. I'm like, no, 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 no. Puts, one, put some respect on the name, but also, two, it's not... Like Margaret reaching out, and even if it was, it's like public knowledge. Like, get over it. You, I know. You're dating a rat bag. We all know it. Just like deal with it. But they do this. They do the same thing on Melbourne as well. When they're like, oh, they're like the social media blogs are like talking. Like, you know what I mean? They always refer to it in such a strange way, and you're just like, can you not say? who it is or yeah. like who's been saying it like just these social media bloggers i'm like that's not how you refer to anyone like <laughs> do you mean an instagram account that like posted a story like what the fuck are you on about like there's no no one's no one's blogging anymore no. and i don't know why they keep like referring to things as like blogs anyway it is it is fascinating and there must like there must be so many like legal reasons why they're yeah. referring to it as that but i would like to believe they're just like so stupid that it doesn't that it doesn't make sense yeah it's um yeah i would have loved to have heard Teresa sing. I'm sick of this defending Louis storyline. I like he's disgusting. We all know it. Let her make the mistake. She doesn't care. She's a red flag herself. Um, mm. And look, I would take another season of Teresa just yelling at Melissa, like you know, tell Margaret to shut the fuck up. But oh. I think we've all read that they're not talking anymore, Teresa and Melissa. Shocker, I know. Oh, they need to just brief in. Like, they need to say, if you're going to save Jersey, the next season is just you, like, Teresa versus Melissa, you two are oh, trying more. to take each other down. And it's like, and they're telling Teresa, you need to, like, betray your brother. You yep. all just need to destroy each other. Otherwise, the show doesn't go forward. Because I don't I actually don't think the show can go forward at this point because there's too much of the same shit at this point. Yeah. And I just, it's a snooze. It is a say. huge snooze. Um, I know you didn't watch, uh, you haven't watched the OC reunion yet, have no, you? No, I haven't watched the reunion yet. No, there's not much to say, but um, my favourite line that I heard from it today was um, Andy saying to um, Noella, um, you told Gina at cryotherapy. Like, you know what I mean? That's just like, that's just like a housewives <laughs> line, as in like, you wouldn't hear that anywhere else. Like him like starting to repeat something, someone going, you told Gina at cryotherapy. Like you'd only hear that on a housewives, like, 
franchise. Like it's yeah. it's quite beautiful. Like not not that, that anything good came from it, but that was just very much like oh, like yes, we're very much in a housewives world, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, was it delivered through a fake question asked by an audience member from Twitter? Oh, absolutely. It's Love the gay that. intern writing questions <laughs> in, and then they just like put an at on something. Yeah, it's Andy's 100%. date from last week. Oh, exactly, exactly. Um. Below deck, mm. sailing yacht down under. How mm. are you faring with both? I'm enjoying it. I mm. still love Daisy. I, I don't get the hype mm. around Gary. I'm, I'm not into it. Like No. What, what do you think it is? Like, like Stockholm Syndrome on the boat? Like I you just like, want to fuck the thing that's around you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, he might also have the same thing as like Craig and Austin where he's like more charming or like more attractive in person. But I personally don't see yes. it. He's like not that tall. He's got long, greasy, gross hair. And he's like an absolute prick. So I just, I don't get it. Yeah. No. I didn't get it either. Um, Down Under, I'm still enjoying. I feel yeah. like I'm enjoying the um, what we're getting to with uh, Chef as well. Because yeah. it's just like such a prick. And I like that. I like when I've always missed a crazy chef. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I feel like, uh, is it Marco that's on Sailing, Sailing Not? He, yeah. seems, he seems fine. Like I know him and Gabriella are kind of like butting heads a bit and stuff like that. But I, he's not like an insane person. But I like that we've actually come back to the true insane yes. chefs again on Down Under. It yes. feels very um, classic. It, uh, it does. Blow deck. Yeah. And I think also we're going to have a similar situation that we had with Leon and the other really horrible chef from Blow Deck regular years and years ago where he'll get mm. booted off the boat. There won't be a chef. Someone will come in. It's going to be a whole thing, right? I just I just mm. pray that there won't be any grenadine and any oysters a la Rocky because oh, I can't sit through so that again. So good. Oh, the, do you know, but the thing is the iconic thing about the Rocky season was that was the first season that warranted a reunion and they tried yeah. to do a full housewives set reunion for it, which was the first and last time they ever did it. But like <laughs> the fact that they had Andy in a studio showed the power of that season of Below Deck where oh. Rocky diving off a boat when oh. she got, like when she left was just like so iconic that they're like, do you know what? We need to do a reunion for this season. So oh. that like shows the power of Below Deck yeah. and what it became. That was, yeah, that's easily the best season. As, alongside the season with Josiah and Caroline, that's another great Kate season. I love that season. Um, oh. I'm enjoying both Below Deck Down Under and Below Deck Sailing this year. I think the cast on both the moves really good and it's it's definitely got me back into it. I'm very I'm happy with the work they've done for us. Yeah. I'm I'm I really enjoying like even though she's a bit of a chaos queen, um Gabriella on a Oh um, no, you need a chaos queen. You on sailing yacht. Yeah, yeah. You need one. She's kinda yeah, the, the fact that she's like fluctuating between quitting and also being like the most enthralling thing about the show as well. I'm just yeah. like Good for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for your work. <laughs> Thank you so much for your mental health Dedication. sacrifice. <laughs> exactly. Um, you don't watch Made in Chelsea, do you? No, I don't watch Made in Chelsea. Oh, you've got, um, I think it's like 24 seasons to catch up on. But, oh, um, easy. Just, yeah, just hop in. Uh, no, no, um, I would just say to anyone, um, Made in Chelsea's back. It's great. Um, there is a guy who is now in a full gay relationship having a child where he's ex from seasons ago is back on the show dating another guy like a woman who's back on the show and he has a problem with how he lied about how how she lied about them not dating back seasons ago back when he was like doing his like bisexual era but somehow it's still annoying him in current day even though he's about to have a child with his um husband which is like it's just it's fascinating like it's just and he seems so bothered and the thing is the acting isn't good enough on that show that him being bothered is not an act it's actually him being bothered which is 
the most fascinating thing to see because, like, you know when they're doing their bits on the show and they're trying to do it, but you can see he's so physically uncomfortable trying to film scenes with her and act like he's not bothered by this, like, past relationship they had years ago where she denies it ever happened. It's just... It's so stunning to watch. And I didn't think I'd see something like this 24 seasons in because I could like, I thought they'd be clutching at straws, but it's just beautiful to see. So I um, highly recommend anyone who jumped off the Made in Chelsea bandwagon to uh, get back on. It's, uh, it's, just um, orchestrated drama that you might, you need in your life. I'm going to have to get on that one, I think. Oh, to be honest, the earlier seasons are reality TV gold. Like you, you will get um, what, what you got from like the Hills back yep. in the day. I would say if you watch the first like eight se- and eight sounds like a lot, but they're like 10 episode seasons. Kind oh of no, thing. that's so that easy. Just, that's like a weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the stuff they go through and the cheating and everything, it's just, it's very pure and beautiful and rich. Okay. It's just great. I, I highly recommend to anyone who hasn't watched Made in Chelsea before. I think it's something you can go revisit and it's just, uh, it's a journey. I would love. I'm very into that. Say. We have to get on that. I know. I, I love that I'm trying to like convince people to watch Summer House. Like, also go, go, and I'm also like, um, go and watch um, Made in Chelsea, which has 24 <laughs> seasons. Like just like, I'm just like demanding things of people that like, are just like who has the time? Like, it's like, well, mm, I, I have I do. over the years. <laughs> yep. And also, oh, the the best payoff about Made in Chelsea is if you keep watching Stephanie Pratt eventually joins the cast at one point. Shut up. Which is the most beautiful thing in the world. One of my favourite scenes in the world is a guy she used to date. She goes up to and she goes, oh, she goes, I like your suit. And he goes, oh, it's Givenchy. And she goes, oh, Givenchy, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, it's just like... The the line delivery is just beautiful from her. It's one of my like favorite moments in like reality TV ever. Oh uh, but it's and then the main character had to leave the show because he started dating. Um, I want to say um, Kate Middleton's like cousin or Pippa Middleton's like sister, something like that. And the royal family were like, get off this show oh because. My God. And so he got ripped off the show. But he was the main character, like he was the jacks. He was the jacks of the show, and he got like pulled off. It's wild. I'm sorry, I've gone on an absolute. No, I'm tangent, really into this. Like, I'm like, I'm looking at it up right now. Is it on Hey You? I need to yeah. watch it. Oh my god, <laughs> it is on Hey You every all 24 seasons. Perfect. Um, and they have multiple spin-offs where they go to different cities. The New York season is actually one of my favorite as well. Anyway, oh but uh, there you go. Much to mine. Much to mine. <laughs> I'm choking now because I've talked so much about it. Um, um, Nikki. Thank you so much for doing this last minute. And I said it would be a 30-minute episode, and it definitely is not. Um, Do you have a recommendation for this week, even though I just, like, went on a tangent about fucking Made in Chelsea, but any recommendations? Yeah, I've been watching um, The Ultimatum. I'm only a few episodes in. I was a big fan of Mm -hmm. Love is Blind. I love the chaos of Love is Blind. It's very much my style. The best thing about The Ultimatum is that all these people are in, like, their early 20s, and they've been dating their partners for, like, two years, and they're like, this is it. I'm like barren. I need to be married yesterday. I'm not okay with the situation we're currently in where he won't commit to me. He has a new phone number every two weeks. He seems Mm. to be flirting with every girl he meets, but I know that he's the person for me, even though I hate him and he's a piece of shit and treats me like shit. The best part about it is that they date other people in the experiment, as they call it, like Married at Mm. First Sight, literally in front of each other. They will put them on speed dates at the same bar, like across the seating area from each other so they can see their partners on dates with other people. It is incredible. You see the people who gave the ultimatum suddenly realising that they no longer have control of the situation and just clawing back at it. But again, they're all like 25. 
if that. Amazing. I love when people think, like, especially when I watch, like, Bachelor, Bachelorette, and I see people who have entered the show and they're, like, early 20s. I'm like, you don't know know? shit. Why the fuck? You don't know what you want, you dumb idiot. Like, it's so weird when people think that's, like, and I used to always think when, like, people older than me are like, oh, you don't know anything in your, like, 20s. Like, people in their 30s saying that to me. I'm like, (laughs) oh, fuck off. Like, I know who I am. And then as as soon as I got to 30, I was just like, oh, I didn't know shit. I was a dumb bitch. Seriously. (laughs) No, you literally don't. And I'm just like, please, anyone, if you're in your early 20s, you're listening to some people are telling you don't know anything. It's It's true. true. Because you realize that when you get older and you're just like, oh, my God, I was a dumb little bitch. And you're just like, you figure it out once you get there. But shit, I was a dumb bitch two years ago. Like, I can't imagine if I was. Exactly. Imagine getting married to the person I was dating at 22. Like, sorry if you're listening. I know you're not. But like, I Mm. would be fucking miserable and I would hate my life because he was a terrible person. And it's called growth. And we're all about it. So there we go. There we go. Um, talking about growth, are you getting renewed or cancelled this week? Um, I think I'm going to get cancelled because I had right. a bitch fit today about my internet not working and I threw like mm. a very much like a toddler tantrum and it wasn't working. So that just shows that I'm I'm not really capable of handling my emotions, handling small changes in my life. Not for me. Great. So uh, as we just said, um, you experienced growth in life and you also um, retract yes. as well. Yes, so that's, you um, regress, you grow and regress. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Regress is better than retract. I don't know what I was talking about there. So, but here we are. Um, Nikki, do you want anyone to follow you? Oh, please don't. Yeah. There we go. Please don't. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm at Dan Tom Morrison or I'm at Gasbagging on Instagram and TikTok. I know um, Janet Roach won't um, register that because she doesn't- She doesn't look at the memes. Uh, doesn't look at memes. She's too busy working. So, um, if anyone wants to follow at Raw Essentials Tea, that's where um, our dear- um, Janet is selling her tea. Um, get the collagen tea because if you want to look fresh as Janet does, um, purely from her tea, that's where you should get it from. So highly support you going down that road. Um, Nikki, thank you so much for joining me thank again. You. We're almost at the end of uh, Summer House. What a season it's been. Thank you so much for covering it. Um, and look, we're about to enter an era where we have both Beverly Hills and Atlanta in our lives when we'll be <sighs> refreshed, renewed. It's all happening. Joyous. It is all happening as Shina Shea's arm once said, it's all happening. We're entering... Uh, uh, do you know what? I'm just going to refer to things now. It's like we're e- entering a Shina Shea forearm era. That's where I'm just going to, like, that's going to be my way of, like, referring to, like, a great era we're about to go into, so... I'm done. I might change my Twitter bio to that now. Actually. It's all That's happening. Be it. so, <laughs> yeah. Sheena Shea no, 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 season no, three no, era. T- no, no, Sheen, Sheena Shea uh, forearm era. That's all I'm going to put it to. So. Sheena Shea's and if people get the reference, era. <laughs> they, do or, they do or don't get it. That's it. So, oh, my God. Amazing. All right. Thank you again and farewell. Bye.